Greetings all and welcome to the Courageous Path podcast with me, Rachel Horton White and Soulful Work Intuitive Consulting. You can learn more about me at www.soulfulworkconsulting.com and don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast here to get the latest interviews as they come up. I'm an intuitive coach, spiritual teacher, and writer. I work with people searching to uncover who they really are and what they're meant to be doing. Merging the spiritual with the everyday through thoughts, emotions, and energy, I support people like you to break through stuck patterns and find your true inner self. I hope you enjoy today's interview. I'm so happy to share today an interview with Ryan Epsberg, the founder of Flex Your Face, which is a movement to ignite people's lives through the celebration of small moments in their day. This is an interview I'm calling Spreading Happiness with One Smile at a Time. Ryan is a super positive, uplifting, bright spark of a person sharing so much love and joy with the world through a simple phrase that started with flex your face and has grown into a global movement and also a university based here in portland maine flex your face sells super comfortable affordable apparel and uses the proceeds to empower people that have purchased their apparel to pursue a dream or a goal they've always had born in portland maine flex your face has grown to include people from all over the United States and into eight different countries worldwide. Ryan also speaks around the world to youth and communities with inspiring stories about his overcoming personal adversity to share his light with the world. Learn more about Flex Your Face at facebook.com slash flex your face. Hope you enjoy this interview with Ryan. So good afternoon, Ryan. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for being here and talking with me. It's really an honor to meet you in person. And um, I've been following some of what you've been doing with Flex Your Face and find it really inspiring. And I love seeing people um, putting out positive messages into the world at a time when we really need them. So well, we're thank excited you. about what we're doing. <laughs> I'm absolutely grateful to be here anytime that I can share more of what we have going on uh i'm in yeah and so i'm excited to be here awesome so can you talk a little bit about what it is you're doing with flex your face and how this got started yeah the um the abbreviated version but very transparent version is this all got started at coming out of some darkness in my life everyone goes through some tough stuff and It was true for me. My uh, darkness included um, drugs and alcohol, and it included homelessness. It included, um, you know, parents getting divorced, friends uh, passing away. My uncle took his own life. Uh, Very real stuff to me, and uh, not knowing how to work through those things. Coming out of the darkness, uh, a mentor of mine said, "What." if you want to surround yourself with good people, then you need to be a good person. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe him. I thought that was like a Pinterest quote that he had just (laughs) seen online or, uh, you know, there was no substance behind it other than it's supposed to be this motivational phrase or saying. 
and uh, I put some thought into um, how I was in that time years ago, how I was currently dealing with it, and I thought I needed to try new things because what I was doing wasn't working, and it kept putting me back in the hole. Mm-hmm. And I had an amazing childhood leading up to my late twenties. I, you know, graduated college. Uh, you know, I'm the oldest of three kids. Great family life. But then when life kind of punched me in the face, went through the darkness. I didn't know what to do or how to deal with that, mm-hmm. even with such a strong base, a strong uh, upbringing. So one day I decided to test this whole theory out. You know, what you put out into the world will come back. And. I was nervous to do it in real life, so I created a Facebook page hmm. called Flex Your Face, and there was no business model, there was no, my whole goal was simply to share with the world from the confines of my own home what I love to do, what I was interested in doing uh, without embellishing, and with being very honest. Hmm. Um, of course, what I found very quickly was I started creating relationships with people with similar interests because I was putting out into the world. Uh, I enjoy hockey. I want to travel to Costa Rica. Um, I'm a college graduate with so much debt. I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Um, All these things. And the conversation was coming back. Hey, I also like hockey. Uh, I've been to Costa Rica. You should go here, here, and here. Um, Yes, we're all in debt. This stinks. What do we do? Let's kind of come together. So I started creating relationships all over the world. and then I said, you know what, I should apply this in my real life. Mm-hmm. And so every time I met someone, I didn't embellish, but I was very honest with who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. And it allowed me to have a, a tremendous amount of gratitude for the reality of my current situation. Mm. I didn't have to hide behind anything. Of course, it wasn't 100% uh, effective in creating good relationships with everyone because people didn't like hockey or didn't care about Costa Rica or had already paid off their college loans or mm. and so but with respect to them it allowed them to go find friendships and stuff mm. elsewhere and allowed me to focus on the people with similarities but also mm. interest and and it's grown exponentially into this amazing global community yeah um, today. movement yeah so I just so you did you really those three things you mentioned by the way I'm going to Costa Rica in a couple of weeks which so am I. Oh my gosh, we'll have to talk about that. In March, I'm going. We're going in February, because uh. my brother-in-law and my sister live there now. So there you go, right? Oh, it's so great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome that you're going. Is this your first time going? No, I've, okay. I went last year. You've got, all right. Because I, well, then I'll have to ask you about what yeah. to do, because I've never been. Oh, it's <laughs> so funny. Um, so you said those three things, hockey, Costa Rica, and don't tell me the other one. Um, Okay, what's the other one? What was talking about college loans? College loans, yeah. right? Of course. Mm-hmm. So, the, did you really? It was centered around those three areas, or those, is that just kind of an example? Those are themes. Yeah, okay. those are themes uh, of things right. that um, I was putting out into the world. Okay. And mm-hmm. in in a general sense, uh, mm-hmm. I got real specific, and actually, mm-hmm. the byproduct of what happened was people started coming, simply asking what Flex Your Face was, and okay. the response always was, "This is a community." And we're celebrating the small moments in our day that make us smile. Okay. Uh, which was what I was doing first out to the world. And then it turned into all these people started coming daily to share. Mm-hmm. They knew that this Facebook page was one place where in a world of, uh, you know, bad news or even bad stuff on social media, people could come there and be themselves without hmm. embellishing, okay. but being very honest and they would connect with other people. And it, yeah. was, it grew from there. 
That's awesome. So did you start by making videos and talking? Absolutely not. No, you didn't. Uh, Interesting. Because that's kind of your forte now. Now, uh, Hmm. so I'll give you the lineage if you want of of the community, how it grew, and now the elements involved. It was like four of my buddies that liked the page in the beginning. Yeah. And I was like, no way, we got four likes and this is gonna be great <laughs> and we're growing and then each day yeah. like one or two more and I would celebrate every single, cause it meant a new connection. Mm-hmm. It meant two more eyeballs that would see this stuff that went out there, mm-hmm. which meant maybe some cool stuff would happen. And literally to this day we keep growing, we're up to almost 8,000 organic connections we caught, likes on the page. Yeah. But it grew and grew and then people started saying in their terminology rather than saying smile they were saying flex your face mm, that's a branding right exactly. there exactly so a buddy of mine said you should trademark you should trademark flex your face and i was like well it's just a facebook page why would i do that he said in order to protect it and i i understood trademarks but i at that time i had no idea of it um no intention of it being a, a business or anything other than this really cool thing in my life i was mm-hmm. you know making 180 bucks a week flipping burgers in the old port and it was good because it was zero stress and I could focus Mm -hmm. on you know building my life and Mm -hmm. so but I thought it'd be a good idea so Mm. just so a gym a dentist office someone wouldn't take that term and use it in a different way yes it cost uh, a couple hundred dollars to apply to the government to get that trademark so I didn't have that so I said maybe we'll create some t-shirts and sell Mm -hmm. some t-shirts and in order to get the money so I took a screenshot on my phone of a black t-shirt and I used like the font on the app and I just put flex your face on the screenshot and I posted it on the Facebook page and I said we're going to sell some t-shirts to raise money to get the trademark and I woke up the next morning and there's 32 orders for shirts. Wow. And I didn't even have any shirts. Wow. <laughs> I was like oh no people are actually purchasing this. <laughs> now I got to like, make the shirts. <laughs> and so they were sending in checks you know it was like 10 or 15 dollars a shirt they're sending in checks sending in cash because there was no e-commerce site for us at that time and so when I started, was this? What year this was, was back in 2014. Okay wow that's not that long ago though. No. Okay. We started the Facebook page at the end of 2013 and then, um, you know, officially became an LLC company uh, because of the apparel line um, in 2014. Mm. And so all this money came in. People, like the next day, 70 more orders came in. And so I started working with local screen printers, figuring out, knowing nothing about apparel or whatever. which eventually turned into an e-commerce site that handled credit cards, which eventually turned into, you know, people from all over the world uh, purchasing apparel. All this money comes in. I put it into a bank account. We, of course, get the shirts, and I start handwriting notes to every single person that made that purchase mm. on an index card, nothing like crazy. I said, thank you so much. Uh, you know, in, in case you don't know, Flex Your Face means to smile. This is a community. We're not an apparel company, uh, but I want to thank you so much for spending your hard-earned money on something mm. Uh, that we are are building and so I start talking to friends like what are we gonna do with the money like all this money came in this is great and of course the we're gonna go skydiving in the Grand Canyon (laughs) we're gonna travel the world we're gonna go surf in Australia all the things that I really want to do go to Costa Rica but the more I started talking about it the more I didn't feel good about spending the money on that even though I really wanted to do that and that's what I was putting out to the world and I was trying to stay true to myself Mm-hmm. I was trying to be a genuine person and surround myself with genuine people. And so in a, in an, another couple conversations, I was telling friends, like, I can't literally, I cannot purchase this skydiving ticket, mm-hmm. you know, to go literally skydive into the Grand Canyon and, or go, uh, I'm going to give all the money back. 
Mm. And they're like, you're crazy. Let us hold <laughs> on to the money until you stop freaking out. And then we'll, you know, figure out how to do this. Mm. And I just said, um, these people believe in something that we're figuring out what exactly it is. They're like, how are you going to give all the money back to the people, like the individual people? And I said, well, I don't want to give it like the $6 in profit we made from each share back to each person, but I'm just going to pick a name at random and the bank account is theirs. Whatever they've always wanted to do, wow. the bank account is theirs and we'll have a conversation. Obviously, we're not going to, you know, we weren't going to send someone to like go rage in the Caribbean and, right. you know, yeah. unhealthy ways. But yeah, so for the first uh roughly 10 months uh we pulled five names out and we only pulled five because we wanted to always be able to say yes Mm. and we did some really cool stuff we sent a single mom and her kid to disney world to for like the harry potter experience because they you know mom was in uh, a nursing program so that she could provide for her child they both loved harry potter so they Mm. wanted to go and we we put we did that we um, uh, a young boy from Brunswick wanted to meet his idol, which was Cristiano Ronaldo. He was named soccer player. The, yes. Yeah, which I was like, oh shoot, here we go. Uh, I didn't know how we were gonna figure that out, but the World Cup was coming up, so I started talking with our lawyers about sending a boy and his and his parents, of course, to the World Cup. And uh, what we decided to do was there was an exhibition match um, in at Gillette Stadium. Yeah. And he, they were, it was like uh, Portugal was playing uh, Mexico and Cristiano Ronaldo played for Portugal. So you put out to the world positive and it comes back. So we purchased tickets to the game, um, which was really great. And then he, we didn't get to call Cristiano Ronaldo, but he got to go to the game and, and see his idol play. And, and that wow. was super cool. We've, uh, and we've just done a lot of really cool stuff. We've since after that, we wanted to pull more names. Yeah. And 100% of the profits have always gone to the people that have purchased oh apparel. Gosh. So we don't Amazing. make a penny off it. It's it's a tremendous word of mouth for us. Um, we now do uh, $100 per month. Mm. We pick a name at the beginning of every month, and we say, what have you always wanted to do? And here's $100 towards taking that next small step. And mm. um, I had no idea that you did that. <clears throat> well, we don't promote it a lot mm. because, uh, honestly, we're not an apparel company, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets confusing sometimes. The only thing we you literally see now, present day, is... This is the person, like our last one was uh, this woman from Arizona who ended up, she's a professor in Arizona, uh, and she ended up, we, we have a randomizer on our spreadsheet, and her name popped up and we got a hold of her, and mm. we just PayPal the money out, wow. uh, and then she ended up uh, using it, I think she ended up going to the Super Bowl, but and used it for part of her travel to the Super Bowl. Your, it's like Make-A-Wish Foundation, I love, <laughs> I, love I love when people compare us to that. Yeah. The only difference is there's, we're with everybody. Yeah, not just people who are terminally ill. Not just people who are terminally ill. And we can we can control that, um, and we can run like that because we give 100% of the profits. That doesn't pay any employees. That doesn't... So we don't have to narrow our field. Mm-hmm. We just are excited that people feel happy enough to wear something mm-hmm. that says Flex Your Face. And then the more people that are doing that, the more people say, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. The more people go to the social media, and mm-hmm. then it, it turns into this really cool cycle. That's so, so beautiful. I... I um, was listening to an audiobook today talking about what that exact concept of what you give out to the universe that you get back, you know, the concept of abundance. Mm-hmm. And you are a living manifestation of that, an example, a model of that, mm-hmm. because you're giving so much out to the world and you're getting it back and you're giving it out again. And 
it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's real. Right? Well, it is real, and it's it's what literally got me out of the traditional tough stuff. Like I'm a college graduate. I got great grades in college because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. I got the shirt and tie job because you're supposed to. I was getting paid very well, um, and when life kind of punched me in the face, as it does to everyone, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know how to navigate because I wasn't doing what I love to do, and I was more like how do I earn the most money now so that when I retire in 60 years and move to Boca, I can do what I want to do. Yeah. And I think, I don't think I know present day, it, it is not like that. Right. One with the technology, two with social media, um, you ve- it is very, very, very possible to do what you absolutely love to do mm-hmm. and to make money to support mm-hmm. yourself and your family. Um, it, the, just people come up with excuses of why they yep, can't. That's right. It's so. a it's a fear based thing. But I think and that's so it's so interesting to hear how you started this kind of from scratch and from this mm-hmm. idea and from four people and hopefully people listening here that if you did it, then they can do it too. Hundred percent. Uh and you've you've heard this from people all over the world for all of time is that exact line, like if mm-hmm. I can do it, you can do it. And it's it's true. It's very true the the key to getting over the hump is being aware of what you want to do mm-hmm. as opposed to seeing someone else doing something and thinking that you need to do that in order mm. to get to where they are everyone can win and if we talk strictly business you can have 10 bakeries in one town and they can all win mm-hmm. period i think the traditional sense is that one bakery has to show why they're better than some other bakery and uh I I disagree with that, and only because I've seen it. Uh, we are currently working with a lot of business owners, some of them some of them very similar, and it's not a how am I better than that one. It's how am I what value do I offer the world, mm-hmm. and just keep putting that mm-hmm. out there where the attention is. And yeah, I think that's so true that we have something like gifts that we're here to offer and. Um, we're all because we're all unique separate human beings there's no way that the way i talk about something the what i you know it's going to be exactly the same as the way you talk about mm-hmm. something or so it's and it's going to resonate with people differently and especially now so many people are searching for something beyond what their daily experience might be which could be one of suffering yeah um so 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 just fasting fast forwarding to today um is this where where so what are you what are you doing today with Flex Your Face? So we've actually grown uh, doing much the the apparel line and all that is is such a small part of what we do. It's important because it helps us with word of mouth on the you know little spots in the world where people haven't heard from us yet. But uh, after the apparel line started going, I was shipping you know, every single morning, and that was great, and uh, we were building a community online, building community offline, and uh, everyone was saying, look what Ryan is doing, look what Ryan is doing, Ryan's doing this great thing, have you seen Ryan's page, have you seen Ryan's thing, and I, of course, love that feeling, however, it was a we thing, Mm. and so people got that when they came to the page and saw all the interaction, but until that, that initial introduction was what is Ryan doing? I gotta go see what Ryan's doing rather than what is Flex Your Face doing. Mm-hmm. So I found that to be problematic in growing 
uh, the right way. Hmm. Yeah. In order for it to grow, it had to be uh, aware, aware that it was more than just one individual doing these things. And so we started brainstorming and I was, as always, I'm sharing with friends and family, uh, about my ideas and do you think this is a good idea? Does it work? And I'm a doer. Go, 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 go. Uh, in a baseball sense, I'd rather go seven for 10 in 10 days than go seven for 10 in 10 months. So where mm-hmm. a lot of people will sit back and plan and try to find the perfect route, I'm swinging. Yep. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Yep. And so a friend of mine, uh, a friend of the family, uh, was talking to me about exactly what I'm saying to you right now. I was like, how do I get people to start talking about how it's a we thing and, and really own this? And he was like, well, I'm a brand ambassador for all these big organizations that I believe in, and I represent their brand. Did you ever think about doing that? And my first response in a naive world was, uh, I don't have money to pay mm-hmm. anybody because I didn't understand how that worked. And he's like, no, 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 I don't get paid. I just believe in what the organizations are doing. And so I tell people about it. And mm-hmm. so I started reading a bunch about it. I thought it'd be a great idea. I didn't know how to execute on it, but I said, okay, we're going to do it. So I looked on our social media and I found two individuals that their profile picture was in their flex your face hoodies. <laughs> they were putting positivity out to the world. Yeah. And I got a hold of them. It was uh, a girl named Ashley in Vermont and a girl named Katie in Michigan. Mm. And I said, uh, I don't really know how this is going to pan out, but we're starting a brand ambassador team. Mm. And I would love for you to be our first two and represent the mission in your communities. And they were like, no way, this is amazing, game on, like, what do we do? We and I was, excited, like, yeah. I was like, I have no idea what you do. Like, <laughs> what I do you think? I have yeah. no guidance. And I said, here's the only things that I don't want you to do. I don't want you to act any differently now that you're a brand ambassador. And I do not want you to be salesman mm-hmm. for the apparel line, mm-hmm. period. And they said, okay, we can handle that. So it started with those two, and it grew and grew and grew, and then we put one post up, just like the the apparel that said we're looking for brand ambassador, and thousands of interests came in, and so we started uh, working through how to process someone who's interested, find out what they're really interested in, and then uh, welcome them to the team. We um, fast forward to where we are today, we have 77 people in 25 Mm. states and eight different countries that represent our mission. Uh, they do anything from simply share through their social media what we have going on mm-hmm. to uh, connecting us with schools and businesses that want us to come speak mm-hmm. to um, we all get together every Sunday night on an online uh, meetup and we share ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say what's working, what's not working, uh, what are some hiccups that we see coming. Uh, it's a very, very team-oriented. And from Ryan to them... Uh, I make it very, very clear that they are the the celebratory piece of this. Mm -hmm. If there's any uncomfortable concerns that come in, Ryan Esberg deals with them Mm -hmm. from Flex Your Face as the founder. Mm -hmm. And if there's any, like, CNN wants to talk to us, we all go. That's great. And they are then just excited about celebrating what we have going on. When tough questions come in, it comes right to me, and I can answer them with respect. Uh, and they, because of that, they just get fired up and it's a wide open environment in, mm-hmm. in our community, within the community. Hey, why don't we try this apparel? Why don't we uh, try to connect with this business? Why don't we try this event? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's been amazing how much it's grown. It is. It's so fascinating to hear about how you started. I mean, cause you did start, it was you, mm-hmm. but then how it's, it's, it's like your magnetic, personality or what you're putting out to the world just 
like a magnet attracted people to it. Yeah. And now and then they attract people. It's like the mul- multiplier effect, right? Hundred percent. And yeah. and who you, I, I'm a big advocate of, of looking at people that have what I have, and if I don't know what they have, just looking at happy people and asking and saying what what's going on yeah what, what's making you tick what's making you do this and then um taking the pieces that i want to try and apply it to my life and i'm very competitive for my sports background so if you're like super happy i'm gonna try to figure out why and then be happier <laughs> than you by like applying those principles mm-hmm. um as always with respect to we can both be happy mm-hmm. and uh, I don't need to make you unhappy in order right. for me to be happy. And so I've applied that into the business model we have now for Flex Your Face University. And, you know, in the first, uh, after the testing months, the first five or six months of this thing, we've grown tremendously and um, it feels good to work with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can explain more about the university, but the idea really is a communal and yeah. what do you have to offer the world? And let's build community around that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so amazing. This reminds me, you maybe have heard of Jonathan Fields and the Good Life Project, mm-hmm. have yeah, you? Yeah. yeah, it reminds me a lot of what what that, that movement. Mm-hmm. And it seems like today people so badly want to belong to something. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't go to church anymore. And so that that was a sense of belonging for a lot of people. And if you're not in school anymore, or if you're not on a team anymore, you're out in the world working, and um, it seems like that's, it's meeting this very real need for people to connect with the community, people that can kind of understand that, and then doing something that matters in the world. A hundred percent, and you nailed it. it. There is a undeniable want to be part of something. And when I speak in schools, we we talk a lot about social media and we'll, how to use it the right way. And uh, it's interesting to hear the response from the students who I'm speaking to and then see the response from the teachers who mm-hmm. are supposed to mentor them and the disconnect yeah. that's in between those two. F- respectfully like the teachers grew up a certain way mm-hmm. and now they don't either understand this new way or don't respect it or are trying to have the kids grow up how they grew up and I'm kind of in the middle I'm a 33 year old 10 year old so like I have the business <laughs> awesome. I have the business drive and the the hustle meaning like I'll put in whatever it takes to be successful um, with respect to everyone around, but at the same time, I'm on Snapchat all the time, mm-hmm. and I'm providing value using the newest way to connect with people all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I think there's a lot of shift happening. It's already happening, but for it to become mainstream where you don't have to go to the college in order to be very successful, you... Uh, in fact, maybe you shouldn't, because, yeah, well, you, I mean, depending on the college, yeah, I agree all with the you debt, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and you can see some of the, the, the colleges uh, shifting. Uh, a lot of the progressive colleges are shifting, obviously, to online classes, of course, but to a, uh, we, quote-unquote, we, we teach entrepreneurial skills, yeah. which uh, I think isn't possible. Mm-hmm. You can teach best business practices with relation to the current world but Mm -hmm. uh to teach someone you know at the age of five to set up a lemonade stand Mm -hmm. or you know it's in you Mm -hmm. and you either uh apply it or you don't and and i'm really excited about uh 
the simplicity of what we do, but the uh, capabilities of how it can change the world by giving every single individual an opportunity mm -hmm. to do what makes them happy consistently every single day. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So what is it about young people? Do you speak to young people, like mm -hmm. maybe mostly middle schools or maybe high schools? So what is it about young people that, is, that are so drawn to this? I give them, I, I give them a green light. Yeah. to be themselves mm -hmm. and I think that the current uh, educational structure is flawed because yes. of tradition and I think you have amazing people who want to teach children yes. that become a peg in a hole you know practicality says that you have to get a paycheck and then you have to work within this system and then so the passion dwindles and it becomes, okay, I've got to make sure the 27 kids in my class pass the standardized, te standardized test that's going around. So i got to make sure they know 2 plus 2. And f but if they, and I don't, I'm not the answer, and we are not the answer, but we are definitely mm -hmm. uh, a piece that is pushing in the right direction to say, hey, uh, attention is the catalyst of change in this world. Mm -hmm. And if you are passionate about something and you can gain a little bit of attention, and provide uh, genuine value with respect to the person who's listening, then you don't need to go to college. You don't need to do X, Y, and Z, but you do need to put in a lot of hard work developing yourself around what you love to do. And kids love light up. Like my, my favorite thing, I've spoken to first graders, you know, up through middle school, high schoolers, I've spoken at colleges, I've spoken to doctors, I've spoken at business retreats, I mean, the next four months we've got all different kinds of really cool connections that we're going to be doing the message is always the same the delivery is respectful to who's in the audience but when i connect with kids and they're they're about to announce ryan esberg from flex your face the next usual psa is put your phones away if i catch you on your phones <laughs> x y and z and here's ryan esberg and the yep. first thing i do is say take out your phone right now and follow flex your face and uh, jump on Snapchat and you send me a message right now and you tell me what makes you smile today. Mm -hmm. And right there, I'm giving them permission to do what they just want to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm at the very get-go showing them how to respectfully use what they're doing by demonstrating myself. Mm. Now with that, it becomes a great responsibility. And so I'm not saying don't listen to your teachers, don't listen to your school, don't listen to your business. I'm working with the business to kind of pull from both ends. So in a school environment, I connect with the guidance counselor, I connect with the principal, I connect with the teachers so that they know, and I ask permission first, if I can even say that, and they usually say, okay, okay, that's going to make us look bad, but <laughs> like, we see what you're doing and why yeah. you're doing it. And then, of course, if there's any red flags that come up, we have the staff in place. Uh, you know, if a, a child is depressed or if they're reaching out and saying, I'm going through some really tough times, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to find a reason to flex my face today, and like real life stuff happens. I mean, like in during the talk. During well, no, I'm talking using social media. Oh, in social media, I Cause, see. Because okay. we are opening up a door. Yes. Where they already are communicating with each other, but we're entering that yes. rather than telling them to shut it off. So with that respect, we have people on both our team and in the local school system, the local business that if red flags come up we can all work together. It's not Ryan walking in saying, send me a message about your life and I'm the one who's going to fix you and I'm the one you know, who's going to steer you the right way. It's saying, I respect how you're communicating in this world and I'm there 
to be the smiling person, to be uh, the little bit of positivity, to be complimentary to all these other cool things like your guidance counselor, like your teacher. Um, and I'm there in the arena that you're using to communicate your feelings. And, and then to push it a little bit further, we use that attention, we, we respect that attention to provide educational experiences. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so brilliant. All of this is brilliant. And it's something that I notice, which I also think is an incredible tactic, is that you call it flex your face, mm -hmm. you don't call it smile, and you're not, and, and it reminds me of my husband had a coworker who um, would do weightlifting classes with kids, and he would mm -hmm. call it something about like strength training. But then they would, of course, it attracted a lot of, this was boys at a juvenile detention facility. Mm -hmm. And it attracted them, they would want to, you know, they weightlifted. But then he would also sneak in there some meditation and yoga. Beautiful. But he didn't call it that. <laughs> and so, but, you know, and I, I, and I, in my work, I try to do that a little bit because I think people sometimes hear the word, oh, smile, you know, which is, of course, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Or you should do, medita you know, meditation or spirituality or whatever it is. And. And it sometimes they they it they shut down. Mm -hmm. So, did you think about that when you were kind of coming up with an approach? Because you are helping people become their truest, highest, best selves, mm -hmm. which is very similar to what a lot of people in the spiritual personal. I mean, you are in the personal development yep. field. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. But you're calling it. You're using different language. I think uh, there's no tactic, so to speak other than what I love to do. And yeah. so the the eagle-eye view of this whole thing is I've basically reverse-engineered how I want my days to be by finding a way to provide value to other people or to f make connections where I can't provide the value. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it is a very selfish mission. And I'll, I'll, make it, I'll make that very clear. This started because I wanted to surround myself with positive people. Mm -hmm. And to this day... The only way to do that is to be a good person and put that out into the world. So you started flexing your own face. Exactly. And you thought of it that way in your mind. Like, yep. I'm going to smile. What made me smile on a daily basis. Yeah. And my mentor said, the more you talk about that, and he was like, not on every other Saturday, not like on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, like every single day, the more doors that'll open up, the better you're going to feel, the easier it's going to be to sleep. And again, I didn't believe it in the beginning. And the more I tested it, Here's the trick. Here's the the cool thing I've noticed too. After you know years of growing this thing, and now at face value, people look at this and say, "Holy smokes! How would I ever do something like this?" When I really look at it as it's all bonus to the way that I wake up every morning. I take a giant deep breath. I take a big glass of water, and absolutely 100% of everything else is a bonus. So if no one buys another T-shirt, if all the brand ambassadors all over the world are like, actually, I'm not into this anymore, I'm out. If the almost 40 professors we have now at Flexor Face University are like, I'm done, it's completely okay. Mm -hmm. And I will still find a reason to smile and I'll still move mm -hmm. forward. And it sounds like you come from a place of gratitude and just... Has to. Yeah. Has to start there and end there, honestly. Mm -hmm. It has to, I think... Uh, what I've seen in is money is a magnifier. Mm -hmm. And so if you are genuinely doing amazing things in this world and money comes into your life, more good things are going to happen. 
And if you are not a good individual and more money comes in, more bad stuff's going to happen, <laughs> right. period. Right. I think also money's a magnifier. I think social media is a magnifier. It gives people an opportunity to do amazing things or it gives them an opportunity to f- fail very quickly. And I love that. And their yeah. true self comes out. Because here's another thing that I haven't mentioned. For the last 350-something days in a row, I've gone live on Facebook. Every day. Every single day. Wow. And that so it, it definitely wasn't the game plan. <laughs> and when I initially started, I saw this thing called live on Facebook. And it was a little antenna. And I was like, what is this thing? This is crazy. I'm used to just writing posts and positivity. Right. Positivity. And, and I saw the rawness in it. I saw it obviously unedited because it's live. I, uh, and I said, how, how, where's the growth in this for me? And I said, the growth is at 7 a.m. in the morning because I'm not a morning person. So the following day, I went live on, the, on Facebook and I just shared about intentional consumption. Very similar to a podcast, but in my mind it was just like super scary. No one's going to watch this. I'm going to share something that I really love, my face, as if I'm talking to humans, not just writing it. And uh, we'll see what happens. And like two or three people watched it and they said, this is amazing. What are you going to talk about tomorrow? And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I got to do this again. Like, just like the apparel line, like, thank you so much. We want more, we want more. And I was like, uh-oh. So we consistently have gone live every single day for four or five minutes. And there's no end in sight. Now we have people that come on similar to a podcast and share their four or five minutes. And we're really growing the community by creating the initial, like, pinging and starting a relationship that is then deepened when we go have live events in their community. Mm. Um, wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's so inspiring for me and Good. hopefully for other people to hear about how you've um, just kind of organically kind of created this with others, you know, because we, like you said, with money, it's like we magnify, we're magnified with other people as mm. well, right? I love the word organic, too. <clears throat> mm. I think that's super important because... I've had lots of business mentors that have, you're doing this the wrong way, you can grow faster, you should be slowing down, you, you know, all this thing. And what I always, the default is being grateful for the air in my lungs, trying stuff, trying it a lot. Okay, that didn't work, that didn't work. Oh, this is actually working because now there's this person's connected with this person and that's really cool. Now how can we do more of that? Uh, and just having fun with it. If it's not fun, and it's gonna sound, this is the 10 year old version of me coming out. If it's not fun, uh, I don't wanna be doing it. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm waking up dreading doing the things that I'm filling my day with, and I got hit by a bus tomorrow, like that's not the way I wanna go out. Yeah. And present day, to keep it as light as possible, if that were to happen, I, I'm, I'm good. I mean, there's still so mm-hmm. many things that I wanna accomplish. But I feel very strongly that the majority of my day is filled with things that I have control over and that mm. I'm excited to do. Mm-hmm. Um, when life, there's a quote that says, everyone's got a game plan until you get punched in the face. I think, <laughs> I think Mike Tyson said that. Right, that's awesome. I actually haven't heard that for a while. Yeah. And, and life does. Life throws curveballs and it still does to me. Like I say this all the time when I'm talking in front of large groups. Is like, I'm not the guy that's like skipping down the sidewalk and rainbows are everywhere and like flowers. Um, but there is one fact is every single day I find a reason 
to smile and I find a reason mm-hmm. to flex my face and uh, everything after that mm-hmm. is a bonus. It's beautiful. And I, I, it was one of the questions I was going to ask you was how do you stay so positive? But I think you just answered that. You, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you find something that's good in your life. And I think, you know, a lot of people, it can be hard to do that. There's not a lot. So, and so they may, you know, they're, they're legitimately not, might not be a lot, but you're alive. You have, you know, you have a body. Yep. <laughs> you have clean air to breathe, hopefully. <laughs> it, well, and I think even taking it back a notch, if you can take a giant deep breath, you've, you're, you're good. Yeah. And a lot of people can't get to that basic moment because their mind, understandably, their mind starts to race, and the practicality is, yes, I've got kids, but I've got to like pay the bills, and like this is due, and this is doing this, and all that is real. And I'm not saying you can't, you you have to block. I'm not saying you bottle it up. I'm not saying you pretend it's not there, but if the base of your day stems from, I can, and I'm a, I'm super lucky, and I'm grateful, and if anything bad happens, I can take a big deep breath and and get back into a mode of figuring out what the next tiny, tiny, tiny small step is, good things happen. And when life absolutely punches you in the face, because it will, I guarantee it, with respect to whatever that means for you, for me, it was my uncle taking his own life, um, you know, burying friends, literally friends that you hold the casket, Mm. um, my parents getting divorced, uh, and then present day, uh, you know, maybe things that I thought were going to happen don't, or a girl breaks up with me, or, um, you know, you, you want to do, you think you're going to be at some point in your life and you're not there yet. Like yeah. it, it disguises itself in different ways. You know, you, you want to brew coffee in the morning and you're out. Right. Like the tiniest <laughs> weird little stuff that could throw yeah. you in the wrong direction. Then you take a big deep breath and be like, holy smokes, I don't need the coffee mm-hmm. it's so much better when i have it but uh, i'm gonna be good yeah so what if somebody's listening to this right now that says well i am so i'm motivated and encouraged and inspired by what ryan and everybody in the flex your face movement is doing if they're thinking well how do i how do i start sharing an idea that i have what one thing would you recommend that they do or start with? Uh, This is one thing that was passed on to me um, from someone that I look up to, and it's self-awareness. 100%, the more you know about what makes you tick versus what you think may make you tick will allow you to make any decision that you want to do. And what I mean by that is, let's say, related to your question, how do I put out the positivity to the world? Let's talk about logistically what that might mean. For me, it's video. I want people to see in a very transparency-driven way, see my face, you know, disheveled hair in the morning because whatever, or, uh, you know, in it, outside in the super cold and not, like, in a studio or sometimes in the studio. And So I choose video. In 2017, it can just be audio. Mm. It can... Uh, there's apps where it can be just written form. You can do an amazing podcast. You there's however you want to communicate with the world that positivity you can, and there will be people in that same realm that want to respond. Mm-hmm. So the excuse, I don't know how to put it out there, it doesn't exist to me. Mm-hmm. It's it's just an excuse. Mm-hmm. The next step is, why do you want to put positivity out there? Do you want to like for me? Do you want to surround yourself with? amazing people like 
I, I could tell you a dozen stories about where I never thought I would bump into people that knew what Flex Your Face was. In the middle of the jungle in Guatemala, wow. this guy came out of nowhere and was like, hey, you're Ryan. And I was like, what? And he said, I watch your Flex Talks in the morning whenever I get to a Wi-Fi that cafe. Amazing. And I was like, holy smokes, <laughs> what you put out into the world comes back because I ne- that wasn't the plan to connect with some guy that's in the jungle. But my goal, my, my mission is to every day surround myself with positive people one because it's more fun but two when I hit that hard moment in life I need to surround myself with people that will help me get through that um, or you're money driven or you're trying to build a business all those things are okay but if you know why you reverse engineer your day on how to get there you reverse engineer how you put it out there if it's only business then you get on Facebook Instagram Snapchat where all the people are and start talking about positivity if it's just to surround yourself with like-minded people, then you put it out through Medium, through um, Anchor, through uh, all these platforms that will allow you to either do voice, written, video, and then the one or two people that are doing the same thing just like you will respond. Mm, that's awesome. So if somebody wants to connect with you or flex your face, how can they do that? Uh the easiest way is Facebook, uh, I think. I mean, unless you're within 100 miles of me, then let's meet at the coffee shop. In Portland, Maine. Yeah, exactly. 100 <laughs> miles of Portland, Maine. I will make the trip and we'll meet somewhere. I do it all the time. Wow. Uh, I'm constantly traveling around uh, the world, actually, and I'm lucky enough to uh, be able to uh, do that. And so I'm constantly, I'll be in Guatemala on Thursday. I'll be, uh, you know, this coming week and then in Costa Rica in March and then, you know, all around New England. And I only say that because the world is tiny. Yeah. You know, we talked about it before we started today and the world is super tiny once you start putting out genuine, amazing stuff. And with the technology, you can connect with people literally in the jungle, mm-hmm. <laughs> all over the world, um, that are going to have similarities and get psyched about what we have going on. But for uh, just like Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, you know, you can jump on our website, flexyourface.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm always walking around with a red jacket or a Flex Your Face hoodie in Portland, Maine. So awesome. Say hello. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing your time today and your uh, positive message that is now and will be transformational, in my view. Well, I appreciate uh, you welcoming me here, and the uh, time spent with you has helped me a lot. Oh, well, likewise. I've learned a lot, too. So thank you so much, Ryan. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to this interview. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been the Courageous Path podcast, and don't forget to subscribe or follow it here. To learn more about me, you can find me at www.soulfulworkconsulting.com, and I'm Rachel Horton White of Soulful Work Intuitive Consulting. Hope to see you next time and have a wonderful day.